This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is Mr. David Paul. He is the Chief Impact Officer of Compost Now. Thanks for coming, David. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. I just heard you speak. We're at SPC Advance, so this is live and in person, which is amazing. Your your speech was wonderful, and I was excited to hear about what's going on in the world of compost because it's something that, frankly, my audience is very interested in as well as I am. Can you can you tell us a little bit about your background? How'd you get into composting? Yeah, so I grew up on a or in a rural community in Wisconsin. I was surrounded by farms. My family was in, uh, kind of generations back involved in dairy farming. So I had exposure to farms and, and a community that was really tied closely to its food system. Wow. And, you know, that doesn't mean I necessarily was aware of the value <laughs> of it. But as I kind of became, you know, an adult and out into the world, I was curious about how our communities could develop more sustainably. Yeah. And that led me back to food systems uh, and my interest in food systems and being very being someone that's very interested in in kind of foundational problem solving. Mm-hmm. And if you look at our food system, the foundation of it is our soils. Right. So how could we affect soil health? And that's how I got interested in it. It's interesting that you say that. I was just talking to someone about recycling and how uh, recycling cans is something that I grew up doing as an Oregonian. We were the first state to have that recycling program. Whereas some people would say that that's a strange thing to do. They didn't know that you should recycle cans. So growing up around it, being in, immersed in it uh, seems to be the the norm for people like us in this industry. I'm impressed to, to say that you've diverted over 50 million is it pounds or tons? Pounds. Pounds, which is amazing, of waste from the landfill already. Can you tell us how you've done that? Well, one scrap at a time, <laughs> but that I think that number is staggering in, in some is. ways, but it's also just a small dent in the overall sure. problem that we're trying to solve. Yeah, like I said, it's one scrap at a time. So starting yeah. at just person by person, business by business, that is is really opting into doing this and saying, this is something that's important that needs to happen to affect these critical systems in our, in our environment and society. And that over time compounds and adds up. I think sometimes we feel alone in our efforts, Mm -hmm. but when you put a number out there like that, you see that this is across many communities, many people, many businesses creating this impact together. And I think that's, what's really encouraging and exciting about it. I was amazed to hear that you already expanded to four states. Any plans to expand further? Not right now. I think we're very focused on the current geographies that we're we're in. There's plenty to do in this in in these areas. Right. There's a lot to be impacted in in these areas. But I, I would say the expansion that we've done into different communities has been really a responding to the need. In that area. And, you know, when we started this business 10 years ago, there were only a handful of companies like us out there. Right. Now there are, you know, probably over 400 of them. Yeah. And they're all a part of this community composting movement. 
you know, we were in our young 20s when we started this, and now we're in our 30s. Our lives have progressed. As that happens, uh, you look for other things. And I say that to say that there might be folks out there that we will partner with and be better together mm-hmm. than apart. And that is, I think, an example of this industry maturing and our lives maturing. Yeah. There really seems to be a network here at the the SPC Advance event and in the world of sustainable packaging overall. People want to help each other. Is that what you're you're saying? I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I literally just came from a conversation of the fact that all the folks that were speaking, you can see the the thread that kind of goes all the way through uh, all of them and how they connect together. I mean, these the environmental issues that we're talking about are are so connected. Yeah. So the, that was represented really well. And there's a lot of people that are are excited to collaborate and try to work on these things together. Right. I think the speakers before you were about clean rivers and planting trees. And it all makes sense together, right? And then overall, folks from the Weather Channel, I think <laughs> they summed that up really well. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. There's they're speaking to climate change and and what's going on in the world. Why is it so important to keep food scraps out of the landfill? I see it in two ways. It's critical for our planetary health. So when food scraps end up in landfills, they're releasing methane into the atmosphere. We all know that methane is is incredibly damaging to the atmosphere. 86 times more potent than carbon dioxide. So that's from the... 86 times. Yeah, it, it's and landfills are the third largest emitter of methane in the world. So it is a it is a big challenge. Hmm. Not every landfill is a bad operator, though. And I want I want that to be known because landfills are, even though we villainize them in some of the ways that we talk about them, they're critical infrastructure to, yeah. to our society. Very true. And they're they're also critical possible partners in yeah. how we're thinking about circularity when we we start to reimagine our systems and yeah. our waste management systems and our relationships to them. So that's the planetary reason. The the second reason is human health and mm-hmm. human health is affected by the food that we're consuming. So if we're cycling the nutrients that's in our our, our food scraps, the yeah. wasted food that we have, if we're cycling that back into soils and creating soil health, then that is going to translate into healthier food. And we as humans are going to be healthier. So yeah. I, I am very keen on the fact that this touches on planetary and human health. Yeah, absolutely. Now, does most of the compost that you pick up come from people like us or from restaurants? By volume, of course, our generate largest generators are institutional customers. So that could be anything from a restaurant to a stadium to a university. Those are obviously going to be larger volumes of material we're collecting. But we do have, you know, 10,000 members, residential customers that are contributing in mass as well. And that's a lot of material. So yeah, that, that both both sides of the coin, a lot of a lot of generation. Are you also handling compostable packaging? We are. Yes. Yeah. Compostable packaging is an important component of our program, especially for our commercial and institutional customers to ensure the the cleanliness of the material that we're picking up. Right. So it's it's helpful for a customer to have a fully compostable program versus just a component of the program. And, And that ensures that composters like ourselves and those that we partner with can create that finished product with 
you know, complete integrity and, and cleanliness that it has value to be put back into our soil system. Right. What happens to the soil after you've produced it? We have, it's unique to our mission. So our mission is to divert food waste from landfills and build healthy soil. And that that's as the simplest version of it. <laughs> and when we create the finished compost, it is cycled back into local farms and gardens through our garden partner program. So oh, cool. if you were a subscriber to compost now, you would be diverting food waste from landfills. And in that process, you would be earning finished compost. And oh, you wow. have a compost bank account <laughs> of your finished earned compost. What a great idea. <laughs> and that that is at your discretion to direct either back to yourself for your own home garden, or you can share it with a, a farmer garden in the community. So that oh, is our awesome. garden partner program. So everything we create comes back into the community in one way or another. So if you didn't personally have a garden, you could donate that created soil to a local garden. Exactly. Or a farmer. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. Well, what a great idea. I can't wait to post this episode to share this word. Will you be coming to Oregon someday soon, I hope? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Oregon. There's, I think, a lot of great initiatives that are happening out there. So. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. How do people get in touch with you to? Uh... Yeah, please visit our website. It's just compostnow.org okay. and you can find everything you need to there. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Thanks. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.